Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Low Season Traveller Insider Guides. I'm your host, Jed Brown, founder of Low Season Traveller, and this week we're joined by Yolanda Lopez Bueno, who first visited Ireland 12 years ago and fell so much in love with the country that she never left. Yolanda recently set up her own travel company, which specialises in bringing her guests to the lesser-known parts of Ireland, which can often be overlooked. I'm constantly amazed by the number of people I meet who believe that A, if you've been to Dublin, you've done Ireland, and B, if you've done the Ring of Kerry, Cliffs of Moher and Dublin, then you've done it all. So sit back, relax, and let us bring you on a journey to the lesser-known parts of this wonderfully charming country. Enjoy. So a very good afternoon, Yolanda, and welcome to the Low Season Traveller podcast. It's great to have you with us. Hello, good afternoon. Thank you very much, Ed, for having me here. It's an absolute pleasure. So, Yolanda, um, your company, um, aroundisland.ie, get the website yeah. right. Um, yes. I, I was absolutely intrigued when I first came across uh, your company and your website. Um, I came across it, um, I think it was in relation to an article that you'd written about Undiscovered Ireland. And I, it really appealed to me immediately because so many people think that they know Ireland because, and I'm quoting, they've been to Dublin once for a weekend, so they figure they've done Ireland. And I've traveled to Ireland a few times, as I, as I said to you off air, um, and I sort of get immediately that so many people are missing out so much. And another reason that I wanted to speak to you as well about these other undiscovered parts of Ireland is... Um, being in the travel industry for, gosh, 25 years, I, I've been a part of different webinars recently during this coronavirus lockdown that we're, that we're yeah. currently in. And we all know that the first segment of the travel market that's going to recover is domestic and very, very short haul. That's where people are going to be traveling to first, which is a great opportunity for um, the whole of the island of Ireland, actually, uh, to have the British coming over that, that, you know, those Brits that might not be traveling further afield um, as we emerge from the lockdown. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you came up with the idea for your organization and a little bit about what you guys do? Okay. So um, around Ireland, okay, um, came like, like uh, uh, I started the, the idea last year, actually. So we are very recent. Um, and as you were saying, like it amazed uh, to me that here in Ireland, for example, there are a lot of uh, companies that take you to the most common places like, uh, you know, Kerry or uh, Cliffs of Moher, Galway, Cork. But there are so many beautiful and uncovered and, and uh, places that you can get for a day tour, for example, in, in two, three hours. And, you know, it's, and, and, and they don't, they don't cover that. So I thought, well, maybe there is a niche here, um, you know, for the big people, for the big public to, to maybe, um, you know, to create these tours from, from, uh, from Dublin and actually create a great experience with, uh, you know, the Irish uh, uh, tour guide, of course, and, you know, just, just to discover different parts of, of, of Ireland that are not as, as known. Absolutely. I mean, it's, there is there are so many destinations in in Ireland, and yeah, it does exactly. it. You know, it's, it struck me like obviously it struck uh, struck you, and it's just so. When things are pointed out, it's so obvious. But for years, I've always known, and I've seen the tour companies, and it's it's Dublin, 
it's Cork, it's Kerry, it's the Cliffs of Moher, um, maybe Giants, Galway. Causeway, yeah. And it's, it's like, I always think of it a little bit like the United States of America. We know that there's New York and Florida on the East Coast. Yes. We know there's California <laughs> yeah. on the West Coast. And we're vaguely aware that there's a whole load of stuff in the middle, but we don't really know what's there. Exactly. Yeah. And I kind of think that that's a little bit like, um, like Ireland. There is so much in the middle, actually, and along yeah. the coast, the rest of the coast yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and people just, just don't know about it. I mean, is that your experience? Do people just not have a clue as to really what's on offer there? I, I think so. And... and... This, um, like this idea, uh, you know, started to be like my business idea because my background is from marketing. And, um, and I thought, well, so what if we put, um, you know, packages that, for example, places like Derry, in my case, I, I think that's a place that it's, you know, it's amazing. Wonderful. It's full of history. It's a lovely, um, it's a lovely uh, uh, city. And in the middle, you can stop in, in, you know, to see, for example, the St. Patrick's Cathedral in Armagh. Like you can, you know, you can build really nice woods, and and in three hours, you you are, you know, you discover like hidden gems, you know. So yeah, that that is the the idea that um, you know to to discover different places and and to be honest, I am I'll, like I am in love with Ireland. I'm from Spain originally but the first time I, I of course the, my first um, uh, uh, time I, I, my first point of contact with Ireland was Dublin and then from there I went to the cliffs of Moher to you know Gary, Clarny and all that but I as soon as I, I you know started to travel more I discovered that it's a lovely a lovely um, you know country that the most you discover and and get you know to know these small uh, towns with lovely people um you know the communities the these little shops these castles that you discover that are amazing and and they are not in the in the normal track that you would uh, that you would follow so yeah that, that is the idea and of course, and of course, as you mentioned there, everybody is so friendly. And I've got, I've got to give a shout Indeed, out to, yeah. to, Der to Derry as well. Um, I was speaking with my, my mother uh, recently, who's originally from, uh, from Carlo. And okay. she's, she's traveled, she's traveled all around to Ireland. And I said, look, you know, we, we should go away somewhere in Ireland, somewhere different that you haven't been to. And I said, you know, is there anywhere that you haven't been to? She said, well, I've never been to Derry. Now, I've been to Derry a couple of times and I've got very good friends in Derry. Yeah. What a wonderful, wonderful city Derry is. And it the is. friendliest people that you would ever possibly meet. Um, and again, so few people seemingly that, that I know have actually been to Derry or have made that, uh, that sort of discovery. They might have been to, uh, to Belfast if they've gone to the north. They might have even been to Donegal, but they haven't gone to Derry. And I think, gosh, like you were saying, the, the history there. And actually, just outside of Derry, there's some sort of old forts, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, and it's the only walled city, um, like in, in Ireland. Yeah, absolutely. So, for example. Absolutely. So yeah, no. I, so is I is think... that one of your more popular kind of tours then, Derry? What 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 are your popular tours at the moment? What are the ones that you? Um... Well, like we we have uh, six tours, like six six routes that we um, we have built, like like a, a fixed um, destination. But we built uh, any like depending 
on the customer and the idea that they want if they want to go to the north to the south to the west or so we we build the the idea but for example there is one we go as well to wexford the hook um, the hook uh, lighthouse in in wexford is amazing too it's one of the, wow. it's one of the places that yeah i fell in love the moment that that i i i went i have been in in um in winter which is wild and you know but in summer with a sunny day can be lovely too so that's another one so we go to sligo which is Sligo. it's the um the place where uh, the author the writer jeets was was born yeah and we go there too and yeah it's a lovely place we go um to First to Strandhill Beach, which is one of the places that people go to to do surf. For example, it's yeah. a very yeah. a, a small town, but is is super is is very nice. Um, yeah, so you know, I I don't have now in in my mind that like the six of it, yeah, but okay. uh, yeah. So, but you you have an idea. So we we try to cover not very. Um, like we want as well to have a you know to to be in places that people actually would recognize and have some value some cultural yeah. value and then of course they can have a coffee and that and and also thinking in winter time because you know summertime is brilliant and if you have a good day that's fantastic and we can you know have a hike uh, and, and have a nice walk but in winter for example if you have a very awful day in, in as a weather can be in Ireland too. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So we need to have a plan B yeah. always like to, you know, to have a good castle and, and a guided tour and then a warm tea or coffee to have or, you know. As they so, say, it, it never rains in the pubs, you know. Exactly, yeah. You can always have a nice <laughs> warm, cozy yeah. fire and a hot whiskey, hey? Exactly, and and of course it's part of the you know of the charm that you go to a very nice you know Irish pub and you can have a you know a concert Irish music or or Irish dance or something. That's also part of the fun, no? Absolutely. Do 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 many people is that is that one of the the key parts for their itineraries that they want to have a traditional Irish music a taste of that in in any of the pubs that they go to as well. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Like people uh, always say, Anne, could could you know it's on the it's it's on the route that we are going to stop and you know if it's daytime, sometimes we don't get the the you know the Irish music sometimes, but you get the asthma, the atmosphere anyway. So yeah, yeah, we 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 try to cover that. If it's a day tour, we we try to you know have the little. Uh, you know the little moments like uh, the Irish pub, or either have a lunch or or a coffee or or something, um, as as well as cover nature, wild nature. You know some culture in a castle that we are visiting, or yeah. I love that, and I suppose that the difference is that when you're traveling to you know smaller towns and villages that are a little bit more off the beaten track in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, the chances are when you when you go to that pub or that cafe and you have that traditional music session it's probably less touristy as a result there yeah. are less tourists and more locals and more of a chance yeah. for local interaction which you know you're not going to get that in temple bar you know we, yeah, we all exactly. know there's hardly anybody irish in temple bar you can have the trad music but you 
it's not really a traditional session. But when you yeah. go to the, when you go to the, I want to call it the outback. I know that's Australia. But yeah. You know what I mean? When you, when you go to the outback and to these smaller towns, you're really, I think, getting under the skin of the Irish culture a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's so awesome. that's, that's, that's the idea. So that at the end of the day, if it's a day tour, because we do multi, multi-day tours uh, as well. But if it's a day tour, sometimes in, in, you know, in a 10 hour day or 12 hours, like if it's a, a longer trip, it's a lot to concentrate, but at the end of the of the day, like people tell us, oh, that was fantastic, you know. That we we saw like a we we felt a lot of things in you know in, in one day. So very good. And um, in terms of the, the 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 lengths of the tours that you guys do, um, are they are they day trips? Uh, do you have longer than day trips? What what kind of length of tours do you have? So at the moment we are uh, doing day trips, like that's the package, for example, we have in the, our website, but uh, we are doing multi-day tours. For example, if there is a family that, or a group of friends that are coming, so we, we project manage the whole, um, the whole uh, plan. So we ask them some, some questions like, what would you like to cover? Because some people, for example, want maybe to go to Aran Island. So to go to Aran Island, we, you know, and they want to spend there like two, three days. So we build the whole route for them, depending on the days they have, you know, where, what parts they want to cover. So yeah, we, we, we can like build the route from scratch as well. Yeah, the um, the Aran Islands are just something else. That's a, a another part of the country that I think, I think the Irish tend to go there quite a lot. But I'm not so sure whether, um, whether you know a lot of the mainstream tourists go. Um, I, I've only been once, and I can tell you the weather was awful. But there was a, a it just so happened. It's that not there was a, a place maybe to cover in winter, but <laughs> yeah. Well, we went in winter. We went in winter. Yeah, the only yeah. the only the only way we got lucky, Yolanda, was was um, quite by chance there was a trad music festival um, which was meant to be in the summer and it had been postponed and so we we didn't realize this at all so we got over there for the weekend and it turns on there's this there's this trad music session so I think on on Inish Moor there there's maybe I don't know maybe six pubs max Uh, and once the last boat has gone you know that's it it's whoever's on the island is on the island and you know whoever isn't isn't uh, and what you found is that you'd go to a pub and all of this, you know, traditional music would be going on. People would just turn up, bring out a guitar, start These jam playing. Sessions. Yeah, jam yeah. sessions. Oh, just, one, yeah. no, you know, just not planned. Just people yeah. turn up with an instrument and they would just start joining in. And then you would find that you'd move to another pub and it's the same people, roughly speaking, that you're bumping yeah. <laughs> into again and again. It was just absolutely wonderful. And yeah, I love yeah. the fact that, you know, anybody could just stand up and start singing and joining in if they if they they knew any of the songs and what i loved especially was that the the whole pub would apart from that be silent they would always respect the musicians course, and yeah. respect the singers which i just thought was so charming utterly yeah, charming, yeah, yeah. really i yeah I, it, it caught my attention as well first time i i was in in ireland that like they have a a special um connection with the music and and that no that uh, like everybody, I remember, for example, one, one of my first um, visits here in, 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 in Dublin, 
was to um, Cobblestone, which is a, a pub that is in Smithfield and it's of traditional music as well. And, and I couldn't, you know, I come from Madrid, so it's not a small city. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, I was amazed, like ah, people just, you know, joining all of a sudden and, and they created this beautiful music at the end, you know? That's phenomenal. And, and they, they were just adding new people and then maybe in the end there were like 20 and it, this rhythm was amazing. And I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> it just works. I remember yeah, one, yeah, guy, exactly. one guy rocked up. He was a Greek guy, randomly. And uh, he had a bazooki, you know, these Greek bazooki, huge yeah, stringed okay. instruments. And he, you know, he takes that out and he managed to join in as well. It was Irish, it was Irish music, <laughs> uh, but he managed to join in as well. It's just utterly, utterly yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely exactly. love the Iron Islands. And to all of our listeners out there would, would highly recommend um, a trip to the Iron Islands. Although I would imagine that, uh, that spring and summer is probably a better time to go yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, than exactly. the winter. But that, that said, what I will say with, with Ireland is... You know, even even in the winter time, there's a there's a coziness when the when the weather is blowing a gale, and yeah. you know when you do then come in and you have a hot whiskey and a, and there's an open fire there in the hearth. There's something, yeah, there's something special about that as well. Um, even yeah. with and and we don't in Ireland there, there aren't the winters aren't really that bad. You know, they're not they're not like Norway or anywhere like that, are they? Yeah, they're no, exactly. relatively mild. It's wet, you know, there's, there's going to be rain. Yeah, that's the problem that, um, you know, some people, if they are not used to like this wind and, and the, you know, they might be like, oh yeah, well, we, we prefer if we don't walk this, this, you know, this hike that we were planning or something. It's like, oh, that's fine. So we do a plan B for that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's true that it's not super, uh, it's not a hard winter, but it can be rough sometimes. Yeah. Like this winter, for example, um, has been very windy. And, and I remember one day we went to Slide and it was, oh my God, like <laughs> they were like, oh, can we go just to, you know, this place that we were planning? And like, oh, it's, it's a pity because yeah. one, of the, one of the places that we wanted to go was the Devil's Chimney, which is one of the biggest uh, uh, waterfall in Sligo. Well, actually, it's County Litram uh, yeah. already, but um, yeah, the weather was awful. So the group decided not to go. So we just, you know, in the end, we, we just need to adapt to what people really want to do, right? Yeah. It's it's hard, isn't it? That said, you know, I, I, again, I've had some pretty miserable weather in the summer before in Ireland. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I went with uh, with my, my wife and two young daughters. Gosh, it was about five or six years ago now. And uh, we decided we were going to do two weeks in Ireland, travel around a little bit. I think we we had a cottage in Barley Cove Beach down uh, okay. down in Kerry, which, uh, again, for our listeners out there, is the most beautiful beach. Beautiful, you know, if, you had a, yeah. if you had a sunny day and in the summer, it would be, you know, it'd be paradise. You'd think, you wouldn't believe that you were in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we were there for 14 days, Yolanda. 13 were a washout. I mean, I know. what can you do? Yeah, what can yeah. you do? And, and, yeah. and the irony is, the year before, it was dry and sunny, that particular fortnight. The year after, it was dry and sunny. Just, you know, bad luck. Uh, but I you know, can't yeah. you can't plan. I, I think you have to be you have to be lucky. You have to take a chance on Ireland, yeah. and it will um, hopefully reward you rather than punish you. <laughs> exactly, and and the good thing about uh, you know Ireland is that in one day you can have different weathers. So yeah. 
you can you can you know have rain in the morning maybe some sun in the afternoon you know so uh, I was I was very, I was just very unlucky. We we were just very unlucky that particular year. Yeah. Most so time, I, most I times when you go, you have a mixture. You know, you're going to have the sunny days. You're going to have a bit of rain. You, you take exactly. the rough with the smooth. I think. I don't think people come here for the weather for sure. Oh <laughs> but, God, no, God. But uh, yeah, so it's true that they have to be prepared for everything. Like you know, the shoes have the have to be the the, the proper ones. Like different layers. I always say to to the customers, please bring different layers, good as well. So yeah, very good. So what would be you know what are your you've you've been in Ireland for a few years now. You've set up your own organisation. What what are your uh, what are your personal favourite uh, highlights or destinations within within Ireland? Well, in my case, as as I was um, saying at the beginning, like for example, I found that um, the north is really really interesting like I, I i really liked it and there is one of my favorite uh, cities for example but um, like nature which uh, you know i love dublin but i wouldn't say that dublin represents like ireland at, at all like Ireland, like dublin for example has wicklow which is the they call the garden of ireland because it's brilliant and it's just you know 30 minutes out of uh, like from Dublin but uh, if you leave Dublin like Sligo is one of my favorite places as well like you have the beach and, and Dingle is beautiful as well um, Conti Mayo is beautiful it's maybe not so so well known as well like it's, it's a county that is is not so so traveled either but um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I could Hot. call. It's lovely too. I mean, wakes for waterfall. I don't know. I mean, there's, I couldn't decide. But there's there's just so much uh, there's there's just so much choice, isn't there? And I think every every time you go to Ireland, you could discover, you know, you could discover more places, and there'll there'll still be places that you haven't been to. It always makes yeah. me laugh. We talk about Australia and the United States as being places that, you know, you could travel all your life and you still wouldn't see everything. And yeah. I think that we, we tend to think of the smaller destinations like the UK and Ireland to yeah. a degree yeah. um, that, you know, really, you know, you, you can do it in two weeks or whatever. You're still only going to see a fraction of, of exactly. all of this to see, um, which, is, uh, which is a good point. Um, well, it happens, it happens the same with uh, Spain, for example. I am from Spain. Yeah. And, and another, another line of, of, um, of business that I am developing as well is to show the like at least at, I'm I'm working with the Irish at the moment, but the idea is to bring the tourists to as well the same concept to the hidden gems of of, of Spain as well because of course okay. everybody knows the coast which is you know brilliant and and that uh, Barcelona Madrid but for example Madrid has like a lot of culture and 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 coziness that people really don't 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 get it that you know when when you just go as a, a normal tourist yeah. so we want to just work the same concept with our own island but uh, around spain so yeah that's oh i love it we'll be watching out for that i'd love to yeah, know about yeah, that yeah. i absolutely you know i adore spain um i've done a lot of uh, a lot of work in uh, valencia 
before. Oh, and we did, we did a podcast on Valencia with uh, Turismo Valencia. Yeah, yeah, I was listening. But Valencia is, for me, is one of the, the greatest hidden gems. And we say it's a hidden gem. It's the third largest city in Spain. But so, know, yeah. so few people, certainly in the UK, so few people have been to Valencia. And yeah. it blows you away when you go there. One of the most beautiful cities, beautiful stretch of beach as well. Yeah. It's yeah, got yeah. so much going for it. And the quality yeah. of life, the weather, oh. the food, the people is, yeah, yeah, amazing. Wonderful. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think that would be, would be wonderful, actually, because there's so yeah. many parts of, of Spain that, like you say, are just breathtakingly beautiful. But you, you need to get outside of the, of the Barcelonas and the, the city centers um, yeah. and, and go out and explore it for yourself. Yeah. Um, so, uh, at the moment, obviously, we're, we're just sort of just coming to, I guess, it's usually, it's the peak season. Am I right? Summer months yeah. would be the peak season for, um, for Ireland. Um, when, does it, when do we move into the lower season months uh, for Ireland? Is it, is it autumn or is it actually winter is more the, the low season? Yeah, I would say here in Ireland it starts in October, 1st of November. Um, as the weather goes, you know, like start to get uh, gets a little bit uh, worse. Yeah. Then we have another peak, a good peak in in um, in Christmas time. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, we we have uh, they have been working as well with you know we we are not uh, experts on, or maybe it's not our thing here in Ireland with the Christmas market, for example, as yeah. you can have in the UK in in London is is beautiful as well, or in Germany or in some other uh, cities in Europe. But they have, you know, like in Belfast, it's a very nice uh, Christmas market. In Dublin recently, they started as well. So we have in, in, um, in Christmas as, as well some, some tourism. Um, you know, and then from before, um, before uh, St. Patrick's, then it starts again, like the season. And yeah, so I, I would say like, it's not a very, very low season, maybe from November to February. Yeah. And then from March to, to the end of October would be maybe, you know, with different peaks. Yeah. And of course, summer, it will be the high season. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like it will always be, because some, actually some people come here to Ireland avoiding the, the hot, uh, the hot summers, for example, that's what happened. That's what happened to me first time I came like 15 years ago, avoiding the, the hot summer in, in, in Spain, in Madrid, which we don't have any, you know, any sea, like it was only the swimming pool or air conditioning. And I was like, oh my God, I need to get 15 degrees. I was so happy here wearing Welcome my jacket Ireland. and my raincoat. You know, it was like, oh, I love this. <laughs> so yeah, you know, there is, there is tourism for, for everybody. So here people, I don't think they come for, they come to Ireland for the weather. So they know that if they come in, in November, of course, you, you, you always give the tips like, okay, this weather would be like, so you need to bring this, this kind of, uh, of clothes and that. But I think people enjoy anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think, look, I think people come for the, for the history, uh, exactly. the architecture, the natural beauty, yeah. the crack, the heritage. You know, the, the, yeah. the heritage. That, that's yeah. all the stuff they come for. I think, you know, and I've always said to people in the past, if you get, if you get fine weather, well, 
that's a nice bonus. Yeah. But don't yeah, don't yeah. ever expect it. Don't ever expect <laughs> yeah, exactly. it. If you yeah, expect yeah. it, you won't get it. Uh, exactly. You have to be you have to be very very lucky. Super. Well, listen, Yolanda. I think we're uh, we're at the end of our time. Um, I want to thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. And hopefully that's given um, our listeners a lot to think about. Obviously, we would encourage them to go onto your website to see the kind of tours that you you are featuring at the moment, which is aroundisland.ie. Um, And of course, they'll be able to book there as well. And we'll make sure that we put links alongside this podcast uh, when we share it out as well. And we'll get it obviously put on the lowseasontraveler.com website when that goes out as well. Uh, but I wish you that all the very lovely. best. Wish you all the very Thank best for the rest of too. the for the rest of the lockdown. I hope it doesn't last uh, yeah, too much so. longer. And uh, <laughs> hopefully next time I'll see you face to face, maybe in in Dublin or somewhere else, maybe Sligo. That would be lovely. Yeah. Thank you very much. So there you have it. Huge thanks again to Yolanda for giving us her time this week. And please do check out her website, aroundisland.ie, to learn more about the types of tours and experiences which can be enjoyed during the low season months. And you can also learn more about the other hidden gems of Ireland too. Thanks for your company this week. And if you haven't already done so, please do sign up to receive our latest updates on lowseasontraveler.com. And then you'll be among the first to experience the world's first low-season dedicated travel website. Perfect for inspiration as we wait and dream of future travels. Have a great week. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay home. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, family and social networks. Our content will always be free for everyone as we believe that travel is better without the crowds.